0: Welcome into the Leadership Legacy Podcast, where we interview influential leaders who learn the why and how they turn their passions into progress that set them on the path to leaving their legacy. Welcome to the Leadership Legacy Podcast. This is episode four. It is April 11th, 2018, and I have the pleasure of having one of my longtime clients, Barbara Lamperti from Buenapapa.net, on the call here. Um, So I'm excited to get to to ask her some questions. Um, We've been doing business about six years. I looked back in my email today, 2012 April, so it's six years this month. So that's really cool uh, to be able to uh, to do this interview. Had an incredible time uh, out in Los Angeles. About this time last year, maybe a little earlier in the year last year, when we were meeting with Barbara to do uh, a redesign on her website. So that's up and live and looks great. She loves it, and uh, so now we're we're talking about doing some additional uh, stuff that's a secret right now. That you all hear about it later on this year. Um, but Barbara, thanks so much for. For, for joining in, and I appreciate your time. I know you're busy.
1: Thank you. Thank you Bonnie for having me and it's a pleasure to be with you. And yes, I was checking email, and time really flies. Uh, so many years uh, and so many things really together.
0: Yeah, that's good, good stuff. Um, well, I sent you a list of questions that I ask everybody and but before we even get started into those questions, give us, give the listeners maybe just a little bit of your background. I know you're, you're, um, you go to Italy some during the year and, and visit family there. So kind of, can you give us a little bit of a background of, of kind of where you, where you've come from?
1: Okay. So I'm Italian. So I was born and raised in Italy, in Milano. And then I decided ten years ago, oh my god, flies, to move to California to Los Angeles uh, because my uh, husband uh, he's American, and so I moved to LA for love, basically.
2: Okay.
1: So I moved to LA and I left my family, friends, and my job uh, immediately. <laughs> then after. We got married and after a few months, uh, I was expecting my first baby, so it was not the most appropriate time to look for a job. Yeah. <laughs> and when uh, my little one uh, was around six months, uh, it happened that being in LA, you, are, you, you start meeting you know, people in the entertainment business and in the YouTube business. Yeah. So a friend of ours, he was already working as a YouTuber, and he saw me preparing these kind of elaborate baby food uh, for my little one, and he said, well, you have a passion for cooking, and now you're cooking for babies, why don't you just record what you're doing and post it on YouTube? So that's really how Bonaparte started, <laughs> because a friend came by, and uh, he had a camera, and he said, let's do it. so six years ago I started this it was a passion at the beginning you know, a new mom so I was super busy with my little one Mm -hmm. but at the same time I wanted to find something something to do for myself too so Bonapapa was the perfect combination to take care of my my little one and at the same time take take care of myself
2: Exactly.
1: Um, because it's such a flexible job, and still now my little one is seven, (laughs) he's in first grade, and thanks to this uh, uh, job, I can work while he's in school, and then I can pick him up, uh, I can uh, help him work, play the game, and then I go back to my computer when he's in bed.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I mean, and that's that's the great thing about, and that's the thing that I've loved about Running my own business is—you can set your own hours. I mean, yes. you know, you have you have clients which are your viewers, and they, you know, they come to expect a video from you every once in a while, and uh, you definitely want to help, you know, make them happy. Um, but then you have the ability to also be with your family and still raise your kids and still influence them, and and then be able to you know take care of them as well. So that's that's what I absolutely love about running my own business. People, I think a lot of people lose sight of. You know, they go to a job, they punch a ticket, they do their job, they don't like it, they go home, they're miserable. And people, if they just found, you know, what they're passionate about and try to make a, you know, a business or just do that for a living, it, it becomes part of your life and not necessarily a job. You don't, I mean, it's just something that you do and you get to, you get to document that. I, I
1: totally agree be because, you know, what I thought about at the beginning started as a passion and I was in, in a, in a in a time of my life, where I had a baby, so I was not willing to go back into an office. So I, I didn't want to pay a money to take care of my little ones. So I said, okay, I, I cannot work right now. So I had time to you know, invest in my passion and start learning because I didn't know how to use a camera. I didn't know how to edit. I just yeah. knew how to cook. That was yeah. the, basic, the basic thing. Um, so I mean it was a, a huge learning curve, and I had enough time so that now seven years later, I can consider papa as a good part-time job. Uh, it's yeah. true that it takes more than part-time hours, yeah. but still the flexibility. I mean, as I said, I'm Italian, and I, it's it's so important for me to go back every year to my country because I want my kids to see their families there. Um, embrace the culture, embrace the language. How can I do it just with a good planning so I feel in advance my recipes uh, so that when I'm there, I really just need an internet connection. And I edit my recipes and post them every single week so people from all around the world, they don't even notice that I'm not there. If you follow me on Instagram, you will see the different images and the different scenarios.
0: Well and that kind of lets people see, you know, having a blog and doing a YouTube channel is not easy. I mean you oh, know, so. and people will get to connect with you on Instagram and see, you know, this 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 lady is grinding and then also taking time for her family and taking time, you know, to uh, you know, to teach her kids things and, and influence well, them and influence the, the people around you and so People, you know, they just they just see a video and they're like, yeah, they just stepped in front of the camera, they got some fancy graphics, it took, you know, it's an hour-long video, maybe it took them two hours to do it, and really, people just don't understand. I see a lot of people that <clears throat> that want to jump in and just, you know, think that they can, um, you know, just take over and just go really quickly, and, and you can't do that. I mean, it takes nice. a lot of hard work and, and, and planning and like you said, planning is, is the is the biggest thing. Yes. And um, not not just planning your videos in your business, but you know, planning around your family and the school events and the spring breaks and the holidays. And one of the great things that I learned about Los Angeles that I didn't really understand or didn't grasp when I came out to visit you is that the the community around there, I mean there's a there is a huge YouTube community around there, there's a huge creative community, so how is that, um, you know, as you interact with with those people, and I know that, they, you know, on on your property there, you have some YouTubers that, you know, are kind of renting yes. space from you, and, and stuff yes. like that, so, you know, how does that help with inspiration, and with, you know, with creativity, is there a lot of open communication back and forth with those different people, how does that work, how have you, sure. how have you seen that happen?
1: Well, first of all, uh, the two big YouTube headquarters, there are one in LA and one in London. So the only time that there is, and I went to visit a few times, uh, it's a huge, amazing space that, for example, you can go there and film there, and they will give you all the equipment. So that thing only, it's amazing. Also, the are is there if you want to learn um, different subjects. Nice. And uh, the, the great thing about the YouTube community is that there is no competition. So it's not that if my video has one million views, uh, it will take away views from your video. Exactly. And that only it means that collaboration in between YouTubers, uh, it's very easy. So even if, if I approach, let's say, a huge YouTuber with 1 million subscribers asking for a kind of collaboration, you can be surprised, but they will say yes.
2: That's awesome.
1: Yes, because it it doesn't cost anything and if uh, the collaboration has a meaning for the public, so it's a double yes and also uh, a lot of my friends here they YouTubers of course they talk to different targets. <laughs> you know I, I, my, my target is uh, new moms uh, kind of around 25 35 years old and they talk to babies basically to the either young sisters or even daughters <laughs> but still uh, it, it's it's an inspiration like uh, some editing uh, tricks that they do, I simply ask them, how do you do that, so it's a learning curve. Or even if they're using new software, so like, uh, I use Final Cut Pro Steel 7, because uh, I know how to use it, and it, it will take me some time to learn a new one, and then you're using the new um, creative suit. Yeah. The, and so I ask them, okay, how, and so I, I saw them editing some videos, so it's the learning curve is faster. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, I see them making new, new videos, new series, uh, and talking about also um, everything that YouTube is trying to help uh, the creators. Uh, yeah. And uh, that's why it, it's being connected. We do not talk to the same audience, uh, but we help each other as creators.
2: Yeah.
0: That's, that's awesome. I mean, just having that community to, to bounce back that and it's not a it's not a competitive advantage. Everybody's willing to help everybody. It's just that's one thing I, say. I love about online communities, and, and especially with YouTube. I mean, YouTube, you know, they have their issues. You know, things happen. People put videos up that not everybody agrees with, and sometimes you have to take them down. But yes. uh, the deeper the deeper reasoning behind why YouTube is doing what it's doing, um, allowing people to be creative and, and to you know kind of have their own. Their own place on the internet where they can let their voice be heard is just amazing, and you see awesome things like people making homemade baby food, to people teaching you how to you know do videos, to you know incredible documentaries on on on, on social uh, on social issues that are coming up, or um, just all the different things that YouTube al- you know allows people to be able to create is is just incredible. Um, what um when you when you're thinking about you know your videos and, and just your life in general what what's a big thing that, that kind of drives you to keep going?
1: The well through the years and like seven years for so YouTuber basically it's like a life. <laughs> it's a lot and many times you know because uh, at the beginning the numbers were not growing so fast and I'm talking to a niche of, of people. And I said, What am I doing? What am I doing? And then suddenly I received comments from a mom saying, Oh, I'm a new mom. mom. My little one is only five months. I really didn't know how to start. I was stressed. I was scared. And then I was your video. Thank you. Okay, that thank you made me keep going.
2: Exactly. Because
1: I knew that I was somehow helping other moms or other parents. And this kind of positive energy. They was coming out from that simple comment. Uh, Maybe okay, this is totally works. It's my passion. I'm enjoying doing it. I'm even helping somebody else around the world. Uh, let's keep doing it.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And that's kind of that's kind of going into my next question. so where do you think that drive came from? Was that? you know, was the drive to help people kind of instilled in you as a, as a kid from your parents or was it something that just as you, as you started, as you started, you know, just growing up and, and, and relating to other people and, and being in the community with other people it's kind of just one of those, those personality traits that just kind of, you know, you just wanted to help people and, and teach people. Well, at
1: the beginning, it was certainly it kind of curiosity. I mean, I didn't know what to expect about creating a YouTube channel about baby food. Yeah. So it was like, uh, hey, let's try. And I was already doing it for my baby. So it was just a matter of learning how to create. And being such a new thing, I mean, I'm so curious about learning new things. So it was kind of, I, said, I want to learn, I want to learn. And then when, uh, because as I said, the numbers, they, they don't, Bro, they don't start from night to day. I mean, it yeah. takes time. So when I started listening comments, and also that that was the reason who said yes. That that's a project that has a reason why. That's you know, people. I, I, it, it's useful. It's useful to other parents, yeah. and, and, and that's so. I said that that's a good project. So uh, and 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 really. I, I had many, many moments where, where I said, "Wow, why, why should I keep it? Because it's not really lucrative, that it should be." And then I say, "No, no, no, keep going, keep going." I mean, that's the other big, big suggestion yeah. that I always say to to the many comments that I receive. Like, uh, "I just decided to open a YouTube channel. Can I quit my job today?" And I say, "No, don't quit it today." <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: but don't give up never give up keep yeah. going and when the numbers so we'll start giving you some results then you can think about it
0: yeah that's uh it's, it's funny My my 11 year old she will record herself playing minecraft and then put it up on youtube she's like why do not i have a ton of views <laughs> sweetheart it's gonna take time i mean it's yeah. gonna you know it may take a couple of years before people find you and, and it's all it's not just putting video up there it's you know, it's tagging it correctly, and so it's fun to kind of teach her a little bit. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a massive YouTuber. I've just kind of jumped into it myself as well, mm-hmm. and um, and so seeing you know how how much work it does take. A lot of people just think they can put a video up and they're going to make millions of dollars. And that's not going to yeah. happen. There are people doing it for years and years and years that are nowhere near that. And uh, it has to be about the passion and just giving back. And um, then you know, if you if you're authentic enough and genuine enough, people will be attracted to that and want to share that with other people, and, and, uh, and that's where that, that growth happens. Um, because, as you know, I mean, you can do a video and, and, and think it's not your best video, and then you go back a week later, and there's 10,000 people that have viewed it. And then you that's can do one right. that you've, you spent five days on, and nobody's viewed it. And you're like, what is
2: the deal? <laughs> no,
1: if I see the most viewed videos from Grandpa. I'm always impressed. I mean, there is one video, it's one of the very first ones. It's a very simple, basic baby food, And I still remember the final, what I call the beauty shot, that is the scene where you show the final dish, and you sh- usually, you know, it's the most important one because it's the one that, you know, attracts people. Yeah. In the first video, it was simply my hand showing a cup with a kind of baby food, not uh-huh. even attractive. Okay, that is one of the most videos and. If we could just re-edit the final part, yeah. I, I would pay for doing. Because yeah. now that I kind of I'm very picky about the quality of the videos, and now yeah. I said like, that's acceptable. I mean, people they should look at that one. Why do not look at this one that is technically perfect? Yeah, so that, that's YouTube. That's YouTube. People they do just watching, and the other thing is that one rule about youtube is that the more people watch a video the more the video is uh, in a higher position you know, when they search something so basically people they keep watching the same videos yeah. so when you reach a kind of uh, uh, minimum number of views you will know that that video will be seen more than other videos
2: yeah Ah, oh, that's interesting that's good to know oh. yeah
0: that's people and it's interesting, people will, you know, watch that whole entire video and they'll forgive you for for quality um if the if the content is good. Yes. Yeah. Like and if, and if, if the a message and a the story.
1: Really like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They really like uh, the personality another suggestion that I receive and now I give is um put your personality in the video. Even if it's not they, they should not see your face for the whole video if it's not a vlog, okay? Yeah. But even for a recipe, the five seconds at the beginning and at the end where you just welcome the people and say thank you and bye, it's important because it's a connection with yeah. your audience. Yeah. So they want to see you and they want you know to see your smile, your face, and, yeah. and th- that really makes a difference. And I this we kind of the kind of tasty style, you know, overhead videos where you only see the hands cooking, um, compared to the standard video where, you know, you see people in front. So they they have different comments and sometimes people, they say, oh, I miss you, I want to see you. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely. Um, we're kind of staying on, on the YouTube kick for a little bit. Uh, what's, what's the biggest challenge for your business uh, with your YouTube channel? Is it coming up with the content um, or just getting it recorded in that, in that time aspect that we're all kind of chasing to find more of?
1: Okay. So being a mom, um, for me the challenge is to be on time and deliver every single week in your video as promised. Uh, because, you know, life happens We you get sick, you get sick, <laughs> mm. and so the, the kind of timing for me is, is the big challenge, because in terms of content, I have so many ideas, and sometimes I have a list of recipes that still I do have time to film,
2: yeah.
1: and, and this happens with, uh, I'm, I'm seeing a difference between Instagram and YouTube, so... On Instagram, uh, basically it, everything is faster because you just take a, a photo, and only really takes two minutes to do it. Yeah. So on Instagram, I'm able to share so many recipes that I really cook for my families, and so many of them I say, "Oh, that would be a great video," but then I think, "Well, in order to make a video, it takes me two days, so I can't." <laughs> so I just need to put it in the you know to do list, uh, and sooner or later I will edit because. As we were taking the beginning, uh, to post something on YouTube, uh, you know, professionally done, uh, uh, it takes time.
2: Yeah. What, so,
0: what do you say? What would you say is your most your most popular type of video? I mean, most of most of the videos are are you know, creating creating something, um, and that's that's typically food for you. Um, what would be the most popular type? Is it is it um, is it uh, newborn type of food or toddler bu- or toddler or is it uh, later in life uh, recipes or or is it something completely different
1: so something that you helped me with read is reading the numbers wow. so at the beginning the first years I was just doing what I felt like doing and of course I was following what I could from my family wow. then I look at the numbers. I look at the demographic, uh, most videos, and I noticed that on YouTube particularly, not on Instagram, but on YouTube, but my audience is new moms. They just started with baby food. So the most popular videos are really the basic one, baby food recipes. So considering that, I redesigned my YouTube page, Dividing the recipes in playlists for months, like baby food recipes for months, six months, nine months, toddler recipes, and that really helped a lot. So the most viewed videos right now they are in the playlist six months. Uh, Also, I started a new kind of videos uh, that is more tutorial, uh, how to do very practical things uh how to clean your baby food how to freeze your baby food how to store your baby uh where i I do not cook any recipe but i go through you know useful tips and this is another category that is receiving a lot of attention and i just started a third one that is more nutritional so i'm not a nutritionist i'm a mom but still I like to take some, uh, uh, give some nutritional advices related to recipes. So like one of the most popular videos recently is like how to give iron to your baby. And I give a list of recipes and ingredients containing iron that they can cook. That video is getting very, very popular.
0: That's it. Um, I'm gonna put all of your social, everywhere people can find you, uh, socially and on YouTube and the show notes but one of the one of the things that I just love watching on the Instagram channel is like the food pictures and like going to the farmer's market and seeing the blueberries and all these different random crazy vegetables that I've never heard of before and I mean it's just really cool that you're not only you know creating you know helping people learn how to make these foods for themselves and for their families but that it's it's healthy, organic, you know, walk to the farmer's market or go to the grocery store, you know, and, and pick the stuff out and do it yourself. Um, not that there's anything wrong with Gerber or any of those other companies that make incredible baby food that, you know, we have to give our kids every once in a while. But, you know, it's it's just really awesome to see the, the, the natural homemade uh, aspect of not only the Instagram channel, but the Facebook and and the the Twitter account and, and YouTube and so it, it's cool uh, to see all that and so I'm excited to see you know how people um, that have that are just hearing about you for the first time you know uh, how what how they perceive that and I think I mean pictures say a, a million words without having to put anything else beside them and it's, I'm just thinking in my head of the blueberry picture you took a few weeks ago or a few days ago it's just like oh man those blueberries are amazing.
1: Um, <laughs> and I'm also lucky because I live in Southern California, so I have to say, I mean, the, the local produce here is simply amazing. Because well,
0: right? the weather is pretty is is pretty stable there, right? I mean, the climate is 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 pretty stable. I mean,
1: the, the climate here, I mean, it's 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 amazing. I mean, it's one of the best things from LA uh, because it's sunny. I would say 360 days yeah. a year. And the produce is really local. It's in within 10 miles. And uh, it's the kind of, it's the garden of USA. I think uh, 95% of strawberries, they're grown here in in a Camarillo area. So I, I really feel lucky. And I feel lucky because then when I moved in the summer to Italy, I had more or less the same situation there. That I go in an area in Italy where... I mean, farmers, they really pick up fruit and vegetables in the morning and then they go to the farmer's market. Yeah. And there, I, I mean, it's. Basically, it's my lifestyle. I simply share what I do for my family, what I cook for my kids, and, yeah. and what we do. I mean, and now we go, really, the kids, they. Come with me to the Farmers market farm every single week. They're not so happy every single week to be yeah. but there is always something fun at the end to do. Yeah. And it's important for them to see to pick the vegetables and the fruits that then they will find in their lunchbox during the week. Yeah, exactly. And that me really helps a lot.
0: Yeah, and that's a that's another cool thing. Uh, you could probably start a whole entire business just around lunchbox packing. I mean the yeah. the incredible the creativity doesn't stop with the YouTube channel or, or or with the blog. I mean the creativity on the Instagram channel of the kids' lunchboxes are just amazing too. So it's fun to it's fun to watch. Um, and it's healthy, it's fun for them and it is it is important not only for them to be able to pick it out, but to you know, to know where it comes from and to know yes. that hey, you know, this wasn't just something that that we just have. It was something mm-hmm. we had to go pick and we had to go buy it. They see that whole entire process. That goes into you know providing for our families. Um, what was the what was the hardest thing that you faced when you decided to start your YouTube channel?
1: Well, it was uh, the learning curve. Really, when I started, I didn't know. Well, I have a marketing background, so yes, you know, social media and how to promote a campaign, but I didn't know how to film. I didn't know how to undo a camera. I didn't know how to edit and editing software so they are not easy, to be sincere. I had a basic knowledge of Photoshop, but but, um, I didn't know what a Lightroom software was. So all those softwares and also, you know, when we started together with the blog, I didn't know how to use WordPress. So the learning core, you know, because at the beginning, you don't have money to hire somebody, you have to do it everything by yourself, and in order to do that, you need to learn how to do it, and it takes time to learn, but then at the same time, you have deadlines, and you know you need to deliver something, yeah. so yeah, it's learning and doing at the same time, yeah. um, and that, that was the tough part, to be sincere. But, when you learn something, then, you know, it's easier and easier and easier every time that you do it. Even, you know, filming videos, uh, you learn something new and you want to change something different every time that you do a new video. Uh, still, I'm still learning new things because, you know, there are still new software coming out, uh, new ways of filming, uh, and uh, new apps that you can use, you know, to, to, uh, to have your life easier. And I just recently discovered an amazing small app that to kind of uh, color correct the images uh, okay. uh, still in a natural way, but easier on your cell phone. Yeah, And uh, that saves me kind of like 20 minutes because I really need to import on the computer and then yeah. I switch again on my cell phone.
0: Yeah. That's what's crazy about having having these, these devices we have now is you can really, I mean, it, it almost takes a, a fancy camera out of the equation for most of the day-to-day you know, really nice images that you want to put up. You know, by just having a few simple apps for you know color correction or video editing, even on your phone, uh, it's right. it's amazing um, uh, just how technology has progressed in that in that standpoint. Um, so, going back to a, a, a little while ago, one of the things that kind of drove you was seeing those comments come in on on YouTube, and you know sometimes comments are great and they make you feel good, and sometimes you know, there are people that are just haters out there and they're going to have a bad comment or, Hey, I couldn't print your recipe or, Hey, I couldn't see your video. or Why did you use this? That's dumb. Um, and so that kind of brings in a customer service aspect. And so I guess we're all kind of in customer service, whether they're paying you to do something or not. I mean, with YouTube, um, you know, they're getting that content for free. I mean, you're the one that's paying them basically, you know, to watch it. Um, what, um, what are the most important skills that you have kind of learned in dealing with customer service and and dealing with those with those people, whether it's been a good comment or a bad comment or you know a lengthy email, you know, saying hey, why why are you doing what you do? Um, how, what are some of the skills that, that matter the most when you're when you're dealing with that kind of situation?
1: Well, um, I think the most important thing is caring, mm-hmm. to make. The person on the other side feel that you're really reading their comment, you're appreciating their opinion or idea even if it's not maybe a nice comment and you care. So uh, luckily we want to talk Um maybe because it's, you know, new moms, i don't see a lot of crazy comments that I've heard. <laughs> yeah. So, i receive some weird comments like, uh, I don't like your accent, and you know, my first reply would be, sorry, there's nothing I can do. (laughs)
0: Why even, I don't understand that. Why would people think they could say that
1: kind of stuff? (laughs) They do, they do. But, uh, so, even if I receive a a, a comment that maybe is not like uh, super nice, like, uh, oh, you say that this recipe is healthy, I don't think it's healthy. Yeah. I try to you know, be always positive, so there is always a thank you that starts my, yeah. my, my reply, so thank you for being here, thank you for watching, and thank you for your comments. Yeah. And then uh, I always say, you know, in my personal opinion, so I try you know, to be human, like uh, I respect your comments, I'm just giving you my view of the drastic the, the situation. You know? And, uh, and always I, I close always with well still thank you for sharing because you know it's important to share your opinion and thank yeah. you yeah. but you know I think that the most important thing is caring it's because you see a lot of comments that they kind of seem like you know robotic uh, automatic replies uh, and you just feel like you are you know a number uh, whereas it's nice uh, if you feel like you are a person like you are. And uh, I noticed that with some people that they keep commenting through time and I start recognizing the names, it's nice when I start uh, with the name or asking how is John, for example, baby John doing. Yeah. So when they know that, I even remember them because unfortunately I, there are so many comments that is not easy <laughs> to yeah. remember, and my memory is very bad. But if I get to remember the person, I like to to let her know that I remember her. Yeah. So it's and connection. it's not a first comment. A thank you, and because it's a double thank you, it's yeah. because it means that the person came met more than once. Yeah. Once.
0: Exactly. That's awesome. Um, I like to ask this question because I love to I love to know. The answer. Uh, If you were to write a book on your journey from coming from Italy to starting the blog to going back to going back and and visiting family all the time, what would the title be of that journey for that book that you were to fictionally write? I
2: would
1: be um, "Go Where Your Heart Tells You to Go." Because that's basically what i always done in my life. Uh, it was sometimes, I mean, <laughs> I don't know if it's the best <laughs> counsel to give them full rationality, but this is what I did. I follow my heart. And then I tried to rationalize in my heart, saying, no, that, that's a good thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> but to be sincere, it was like, it was it was not... My instinct it was my heart. Yeah. I mean, my heart told me to you know, to move. Yeah. My heart told me to start keep going with What I thought, but don't give up.
2: Yeah.
1: And yes, that, that, that would be my book.
0: Awesome. Well I have one more question. I actually almost got through all of the questions that I hmm. that I planned to ask. Just some of those just happened to come up with uh, with some of the answers that you've that you've given through it's other questions, good. which is yeah. awesome. Uh, but the last the last question I, I absolutely and this is the foundation for this podcast is what legacy do you want to leave when it's all said and done you know you're you're getting ready to leave this world you look back on your on your life and and your family and your kids and your business and your community what legacy do you want to leave behind
1: that's a really good question so the first one would be kind of selfish like I love the idea that my grandchildren will go back on YouTube if YouTube will still be there or something evolved into YouTube and will see, oh, this is my grandma and this is my dad. Yeah. And I see my dad helped cooking with my grandma. So it's a yeah. kind of family memory because yeah. uh, no matter where Buonapapa will end up, Buonapapa will be a family memory for yeah. me and for my kids. That's why I try to involve them as much as possible without obliging them. Because, you know, sometimes I ask their kids, you know, I'm feeling Do you want to help me? If they say yes, I'm super happy. And if they say no, they will keep playing. It's totally fine. So that's the first one. And the second one, uh, I really like the idea of, you know, let's say in 50 years, a new mom still going on YouTube saying, oh, uh, look at this woman, I can still learn how to make baby food. And maybe by that time, you know, <laughs> maybe I will not be here anymore. But the, the only idea that through YouTube, through those videos, I can be helpful kind of, not forever, but for a long time, up until the company will <laughs> exist. Yeah. Uh, it, it feels good. It, it, yeah. It's a nice idea, yes.
0: Yeah, it feels good to, to, to give back and to help other people who you know, not necessarily were going to be able to help themselves mm-hmm. uh, and to provide yeah. a provide an area for them to come and learn and, and to, you know, sustain their families, sustain themselves. Yeah.
1: That's- and, and the main, um, I think that the, the reason why Bonapapa can be useful is that, um, and, and it is also my main goal, is to take away the stress. Mm-hmm. To give confidence to these moms, because to be sincere, making baby food is super easy. But when you're when you, you, you're a new mom and the most important thing in your life is your baby, yeah. so you want to, to take care of him or her in the best way possible. Even making a zucchini puree can be a super stressing thing yeah. because you don't know if you're doing it right. You don't want to hurt your little one. So that's why, you know, taking away that stress, that pressure, um, it, it, and I and notice that I keep saying it in my videos and in my post, like, it's easy, it's simple, don't worry, be relaxed, it should be fun, have fun feeding your baby, I because that's the concept, like, take it easy. It's fine. it's fine. And you it, it gives them
0: confidence in that too. They get give them confidence that hey, it is. It, it's easy. I can follow the. I can follow these instructions. I can confidently you know, feed my baby, feed my family, mm-hmm. and and do it in a fun way,
2: yeah.
0: and and learn all along. So, I I love, I love that answer. That, <laughs> is, that is great. Thank you, Barbara. Again, um, you know. I have enjoyed doing business business with you over these last few years, and I'm excited for the future. I'm excited for the new things that we're working on. Things are uh-huh. going to start, things are going to start blowing up even more. Um, but I'm really excited about, about where things are headed and some of the new things that you have planned. I think your viewers and, and new viewers are just going to jump on and just love, and it's going to provide value for their families. And, uh, mm-hmm. so I'm excited.
1: Um, and thank you for the help really I mean you you have been with me since the beginning so thank you I mean you have been so I mean the new website I love it and I see the numbers you know with all these tricks that you maintain they you know doing you know see your things that I'm not able to do I see the numbers that they are improving
2: yeah yeah and and
0: and that's a that's a credit to the incredible team that I've been able to develop because of customers like, like you that I don't, I don't even see you as a customer and you're part of the Even part family, but uh, with the, you know, with the help that we're able to provide, um, and, and the team that I'm able to build behind the scenes to help, help businesses like yours and others, you know, just grow and, and continue to do what they're passionate about is, is what really drives me and what really, you know, makes makes even the tough days worth it because i know that we're providing value and helping another family another small business family you know make ends meet and and hopefully save for the future and save for college and all the other things that we as <laughs> parents have to worry
1: about so take, i know i know you have to care. i mean yeah. i mean so far you know buona is not profitable as a full-time job but gives me enough to make sense of it, and that the fact that I can take care of my kids, and I don't need to hire in any yes. to go that, that that only you know pays for everything else.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were talking, you know, t- tuition to to schools. I mean, even even a couple of days a week here in in Auburn, Alabama, where we're located. I mean, you're looking at several hundred dollars a month, and you know, if you wanted to babysitter full time for two or three kids, that you're looking, you're looking at eight nine hundred dollars a month, and then you're then you look at the bottom line and after taxes, it's not worth it. Uh, it's number one, it's not worth it from a financial perspective. But number two, somebody else is raising your kids, and uh, you know that's the one thing I love that that this business affords us the ability for my wife to stay home and and raise our kids and pick them up from school and
2: yeah.
0: and uh, you know allows us to be very influential in their lives at a young age so that hopefully we're molding them to being good people you know, for the rest of their lives and they can pass that legacy down. We'll
2: are um. building
1: the base. At that age, you're really building the age. because teenagers you will kind of lose influence,
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> but now it's the time to build.
0: Yeah friends that I have that have teenagers, they're like, yeah, once once they turn 13, 14, they know everything and you don't know anything, and you just got to ride that out for a few years.
1: <laughs> it's true. Well, they started seven saying, oh, mommy, you don't know. I said, oh, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. mommy, you don't know. I was ah, like, oh, you're only seven. No, yeah. no. Yeah.
0: Well, Barbara, again, thanks so much for your time today.
1: Thank you for you. Thank
0: awesome you. You'll enjoy the rest of your and it looks like a gorgeous southern california day yes yeah, it's the
1: yesterday was 95.